This is the Roaring Elephant podcast, and my co-host Dave and I are uh, inviting you here to join what is pretty much marriage counseling. Uh, okay. <laughs> Idea behind you going to do a podcast and still working for a significant other being your employer and mm -hmm. how that might uh, impact your life and the things you have to think about. Because when we started this up, we were in a bit of a luxury position where our employer was very much uh, with us doing this because we we're also going to be focusing on what we were doing on our day job anyway. But as the uh, podcast evolved, things have definitely changed. So yes, I mean, how does this work? Doing a side hustle like this. And it, I think you sort of hinted towards this, but it very much depends on the type of podcast you're doing. Like we, uh, like I listen to a lot of um, audio, audio drama, audio fiction type podcasts. Um, that would be a very different conversation <laughs> with my employer or a, you know, I know you're on, you talked about like gaming podcasts, you know, that would also be a, um, something that would be purely hobby, like purely, um, yeah. outside of, of work. But you say correctly, Whereas, it would be a different conversation, but there would still be a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Cause whatever you do, it reflects on your own brand, your own persona, which always reflects on the company. Cause whenever you say something controversial at some point somebody will say oh but he she works for company xyz so apparently company xyz hires that kind of in my case moron and so regardless of what you're doing i mean doing a gaming podcast for example might give the company a less serious uh, nature if you're working for big tech not that big a problem, I think. We do have a, we're a fun bunch, I think, on average. If you're working in, I don't know, government, uh, finance, um, things like that, that might be frowned upon. Maybe. Maybe. I would like to think that the closer or the, the more distant something is from your work life, the less impact it should have one on the other, and also the less one should care about the other. You know, if I ideal world, yeah, may, maybe that's ideal world. Maybe that maybe that's overly optimistic. Social media but, room in the world. <clears throat> well, there is that, but I think we. So that is one sort of whole aspect of this. We're not really going to dive down that rabbit hole because I think that's a different set of questions. Um, so what we're talking more about is you are intending to do a pod or thinking about doing or considering doing a podcast that is in some way shape or form related to or has a bearing on or is closer um to what you do as a day job or what your employer does or something like that for me i would Doesn't rephrase that be... as your customers might be listening sure Makes sense. But I think it, it for me, it's more about this relation, relationship between what your company does and what you're going to be talking about. Because you're right, it, it distills down to your customers could be listening. 
but I think most people don't think about that from the outset. Most people, mm. it, it's more about how it's not just about your customers, your your manager, your peers, other people in your organization could also be listening. Or your whole network, does that hopefully. Have? Yeah. I mean, basically, if you start a podcast, you're kind of hoping that your network of people is going to tune in because sure. those are the people that you know and you try to, I don't know, entertain somehow, I guess. Indeed, indeed. So when when we started this, and Jan, you sort of mentioned this early on, like we we were doing something that was closely aligned uh, to what our employers were asking us to do anyway, and this was just almost an extension of our role. Mm -hmm. But I would also say that we did this as a side hustle, um, we did this as something outside of our employer. So this was not a yes. corporate sponsored podcast. If you are, again, if you want more advice around that side of things, we're probably not nope. the best people to advertise. Um, well, I would advise, advise don't you. go that way, but that's probably bad advice if that's what you want to do. Yeah, I, th I think there's there's different perspectives on that. I don't, I have a different perspective, but uh, it's it's not what we have a lot of experience with. Yeah. Um, we did talk. I did. We did think about when we they really start a podcast. Should we do this as a hobby side hustle, or should we actually do the in that at that time Hortonworks podcast for yeah. the company? And I'm not sure, but if I remember this correctly, but I think we kind of saw so many bears on the road. Things we people had to convince, and if you want to do that, it's going to be It's going to be the committee that by committee. I feared probably something like that. While if you do it uh, on our own, sure, there's some guidelines you have to still respect, but they're all freer. And if you want to change from one week to two weeks or vice versa, whatever, you had that freedom and there was less expectation from the persons paying my monthly uh, sustenance. Yeah. I, I do think we... I do think that we had a conversation earlier on about, well... If we do this, what what if we want this to live past our current employer's contract? Like what what if we wanted to continue doing it? Like I I remember us. I don't think it was like really front and center in our minds. I think we were thinking more about creative control, directional control, as you say, like not having to go through a bunch of red tape for everything that we wanted to do, but just, you know, if it's a hobby, you can, to a certain extent, you can do what you like. Um, but I, I think uh, we did at least discuss, you know, whether we wanted the, the the life of the podcast to be tied to our current employer or whether we wanted it to live, potentially live beyond that. Um, and I think with hindsight, you know, you, You've changed employers three times. I've changed employers twice. Uh, three times if you include the difference between Hortonworks and Cloudera. Um, you know, it, it that, that has certainly uh, been a been a bonus for us. Yeah, but on the flip side, we also didn't separate it completely. We did talk to the company, our bosses, mm. and we did tell them we're going to do a podcast about Hadoop. And that's going to be good for our jobs. We want to do it on our own, but it will definitely be promoting the technology. Maybe not the company, yeah. but definitely the technology. And uh, we did get uh, some time that we are allowed to spend on the podcast during working hours. 
it wasn't like you can just block a day or whatever, but for interviews and stuff like that, it was fine if during the workday we blocked a couple of hours in our calendars and doing an interview for the podcast there, uh, don't annoy yeah. us at that thing. So having a good relationship, a good understanding, being open about this with your employer does help a lot with the sustainability because having that little bit of help really works. And since then, uh, whenever I changed employer, I actually been very upfront. Uh, hey, I do a podcast. This takes me about two hours a week uh, on average. I'll offer up a lunch hour and I'd like you to offer up an hour, an extra hour. So that way I have like two hours to do, if I need it, uh, block mm. a time in my calendar. And that's also been part of my interview process now. Just is that okay? On the one hand, if it isn't okay and it's a really good job, I probably wouldn't uh, make an issue of it, but it does also help me evaluate the employer because if they do make an issue of that, that means that they don't value creativity. Mm. And that is informative. I'm not going to say it's good or bad, mm. it's informative. Yeah. And, it, you know, it, it, we've talked about, um, we've talked about it being something that is part of our, it's part of our personal brand to a lesser or greater extent, depending on, you know, the various different it phases that we've, <laughs> we've gone through. Um, but the, I mean, the conversation, you know, going back to the earlier stages, like we definitely, we, for example, I remember multiple times talking to the, the marketing team at, uh, at Hortonworks around about, around sort of what we were doing and how we were doing it and how we were progressing. And it wasn't a, sort of wanting their input necessarily, or it was just sort of keeping them aware of what we were doing, how things were growing. And they were always very supportive. I always kind of appreciated the the feedback, the commentary and, and sort of the, the discussions we had. And as you said, like we did have a number of guests from that ecosystem um, that were very, you know, very supportive of, of what we were doing at that time as as we changed and certainly as we changed employers uh, i i had conversations with in my case you know ceo of of where i went to next and said hey i do this thing um like it, it has pivoted more to a general sort of open source technology podcast at that point and uh, but it's still very much you know part of my brand it's still very much something that i you know value a great deal and would like to continue doing this. And you know, his feedback was very much, we want people to be going out and doing things in the community, mm -hmm. building their, you know, continuing to build and develop their personal brand, be uh, active in, you know, things outside of the company, yeah. showing that they are, you know, part of that wider ecosystem. And, you know, whether that's, you know, we have people that are, varying parts of you know membership of the cncf and contribute to and spend time on on things there we have people that are very active in various different open source projects and we have people that you know do a variety of different things and this this podcast is just one of those things yeah and don't be limiting yourself you will be surprised how many companies are open to something like this I mean, I'm doing an open source podcast while I was working at Microsoft for a couple of years and they were all for it. 
Oh, granted, because the size of the company, they had a complete procedure for it. It was actually called Moonlighting. I had to complete a form informing them that I was doing a podcast about technology and blah, 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 so that they were they was all in the open. There was nothing hush-hush about it. But apart from that, I had never had any problem uh, doing that. Now, obviously, Microsoft also pivoted towards open source around that time as well. But still, I was kind of worried going to Microsoft. I said, are they going to let me do this? Yeah. Oh, mm. great! You're doing this. Excellent. Really. I mean, it also depends on your where you, what kind of function you have in a company, probably. But uh, especially in the tech roles, creativity of any kind basically is always greatly appreciated. And again, if it isn't appreciated by the employer, uh, it's a mm. it's a sign of yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. Something else I think is worth mentioning is if you've got a um, yeah, I would always recommend doing a podcast with a co-host. I think it yeah, rather than a single talking head, like having two people having different opinions, adding guests into the mix as well makes it even richer in experience. But the you know we have we started this podcast working in the same organisation. We've you know each gone on to multiple different organisations at this point, and that also changes a little bit of the the sort of conversation of is there any conflict or relationship between employers because now you've not just got one employer in the mix you've got multiple employers in the mix and it does change um, the topics sometimes that you can talk yep. about because while you might be comfortable talking about something because maybe your employer has one particular stance your co-host may be less comfortable because their employer might have a different stance and we we consciously talk about these kind of topics off air ahead of time <laughs> and you know even this morning we were discussing a particular topic that wouldn't make sense for us to have a podcast on because our employers have different perspectives and while this podcast is not on the behest or on behalf of either of our employers we also want to make sure that we make intelligent decisions on how we portray our thoughts and our perspectives and also frankly it's about not sabotaging your co-host that's appreciated <laughs> <laughs> you know it, it's you need to think um when you when you've got this kind of voice in the world you need to think a little bit more carefully about what you say and how you say it um and you never know who could be listening to any yeah. sort of anything that you're saying so that's that's you know another part of that sort of equation to just consider it's just that working for a company means you have insider knowledge and talking about subjects that are very close to that company it's mm -hmm. very hard to filter in your mind what is public and what is not public so yeah let's just avoid the topic and it's not that we avoid uh we're clear about who we work for i mean we both have logos yeah. on screen uh, since ever so yeah it's fine you people may should know where who I work for, so they know where my reasoning comes from. Because your company you work for does kind of change the way you think about yeah. things. That's inevitable. But uh, I think for most part, we stayed away from talking about our employers at all times. When I was at Microsoft, we pretty much never talked about Microsoft. When we were at Hortonworks, we talked about Hadoop a lot, about technology a lot, but not about the company. Uh, mm -hmm. We also be are careful with direct competitors. I mean, Hortonworks, yeah. Cloudera. I mean. That's old style. We can talk about those now. Those are competitive from each other. When we were at Hortonworks doing a very 
positive article about Caldera or a very negative article of Caldera or a neutral article of, of, about Caldera would always been received as skepticism because yes, but you're at Hardworks. So also from the content point of view, from the reception point of view, it doesn't make sense to have those uh, topics in the show because mm-hmm. the whatever you want to say, the reception will always be biased by yeah, but you are whatever. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's also important. I think to add that we've also made this conscious decision of being a non-controversial podcast. We're not going for the big clicks. We're not going for the hype. We're not going for the drama. We're just trying to do give a peace of mind, talk about piece of technology, things like that, and inform rather than define, if that's mm. the way of saying it. And that allows our employers when they've listened, they usually listen to a couple of episodes. They probably don't listen to all of them, to be honest. But they do listen to a couple, and if they just sense the tone of the podcast, it's not controversial, it's not a lot of expertise, where we have a clean tag on iTunes, <laughs> it's okay, it's fine, it's going to be good. I mean, if you want to do a podcast that's very ranty, very that kind, mm. yeah, expect a little bit of a harder route towards acceptance from your employer, obviously. Yeah. And I think a lot of that just goes back to what I said earlier, which is I like when you have a when you have a voice on the on the internet and you publish things out there. First of all, it's out there forever, mm-hmm. and second of all, Don't remind you me. never know who could who could listen to it and what opinions they may form from it. So just assume yeah. everybody's listening to it. Yeah, and and think very carefully about you know what what you say, how you phrase it. Um, you know, some, something I, I mention at least probably three or four times a week is you know, something that uh, has always stuck with me, which is things like when giving feedback. It doesn't matter what you say or how you um, communicate something. It's how the other person receives it that matters because that's that's the end result. You might think that you've said something perfectly normal and perfectly... Um, benign but if someone else perceives that differently and has a a real issue with that then almost certainly that's on you and what could you have been what could you have done to be clearer in how you would communicated that particular thought or particular idea now that doesn't mean that you are responsible for people taking what you say and then twisting it that's obviously a very different situation but generally speaking um you know you need to make sure that your intent is clear when communicating always and the podcast is an extension of that yeah i mean you have control i mean in normal life you kind of know the person you're talking to hopefully so you kind of know the background you can mold your words towards that person but we're talking to thousands and thousands of Sorry, strangers. We, we feel like your family, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> but we don't know everybody out there. And yeah, just be a little bit careful. And again, saying non-controversial and just more informative. And sometimes you have an opinion. I mean, I've talked about blockchain in certain terms. And it's a bit of a joke by now, I think, more of an in-joke than anything else. But uh, apart from that, even if you don't like something, you can be fine about not liking something. But don't say, I don't like it because it's crap. That doesn't work. You can not like something because you believe the technology is fine, but what they're doing with it, what's being, what's being hyped, what marketing, reasons behind it. And by giving more of context behind what you're saying, 
which is a great idea behind the podcast, to be honest. That's what the podcast does. <laughs> mm. Does really clear up a lot. And in the seven plus years we've been going, we've never been in the eye of the storm, as far as I can remember, or I slept mm-hmm. through it, that's possible too. Yeah. I think something that, that you added to this at the at the end was if you do have something particularly strong or particularly contentious or potentially contentious to say and you're broadcasting your thoughts on the internet then it doesn't do any harm to explicitly clarify that this is your opinion this is your thought this is your um you know idea or whatever it is that you're sharing this has nothing to do with your employer now this isn't a complete get out of jail free card. Um, you saying it again doesn't necessarily make it true. People will interpret that as well. That may be, but you work for Company X, and therefore maybe other people at Company X also think that way. It's 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 a it's something that I would say you pull out very rarely and use very rarely. Um, and it, don't don't just expect to to say that and there be no comeback mm-hmm. from whatever it is you might be expressing. Yeah, I mean we're definitely not lawyers here. I'm mean, not going for any legal advice ever. But uh, <laughs> I do remember some legislation happening in the past where somebody put something on Twitter and they got fired for it because it was reflecting badly on the company. And even though they said this is my opinion, it's again not jail. You can say very racist things for example and say oh it's just my opinion no even if it's your opinion it's a bad thing but it will still reflect on the company as well and you will get uh, there will be repercussions there's no way around that except that and basically I mean for me when I'm doing the podcast I always have in the back of my mind pretend that you are talking from the company's point of view because anything I say should be reasonable well thought out, funny, hopefully sometimes, but should never be in a in, should never be able to interpret it in a certain way that if it was said by my company, it would raise eyebrows. And just even though you're not, you're doing it from your own point of view. Mm. Just also take that position of okay, what if I was talking for the company? Would that have caused a problem there? Yes, okay, maybe I shouldn't say it then. Uh, yes, okay, but it's a point I want to make and I'm going to be very com- very clear about it. Okay, there's gray area definitely there, but just take that stance in your head. Okay, what if it was coming from the company? How would people react from that? They would be okay with it. It would be a bit, huh, okay, that's fine. They'll be outraged. Mm, don't say that. Yep. Uh, anything else? Because we're running out of time here. Uh, oh, there's one point on the... We actually made notes for this one. <laughs> uh, is the Does my employer own my podcast? Again, we're not lawyers. So we're not going to give you any legalese here. But this is a thing that, again, when you talk to the employer about you're doing a podcast, make clear that you are either doing it for the company and it's their thing, or you're doing your mm-hmm. own thing and it's your thing. Because if you change companies, uh, the branding, the logos, whatever you made, can you take that with you? Be very careful there. Uh, trying to do things outside of working hours helps there, but still having a good conversation at first is good. Now for yeah. Dave and I, we've been doing it for seven years across four companies. My current company can't really say they own it. <laughs> that would be a very hard one in court. But if you're just starting out, 
have a good discussion with your employer at that point and uh, talk to your, in my opinion, talk to your direct boss. And yeah. if your company is large, also have some contact with HR. Yeah. yeah. Because, and have it on paper if it's a big company. If it's a small company, uh, everybody knows each other, it'll be fine probably. But uh, again, at Microsoft, full procedure, on paper, everything documented. Yes, good, great. At Hortonworks, I think we talked to a couple of people. They said it was okay. Like, well, I think that I remember they said start it and we'll come, we'll get back to you after after it starts. Because again, it's hard for an employer to just say yeah, whatever, go ahead. They kind of have to see what uh, the result of the thing is. But uh, yeah. yeah, I think I think we we used uh, from memory. I think we used email to to track that. So we said hey. Just following up from our meet, from our conversation earlier, we agreed that uh, we would go ahead and do this. Yeah, always a good you know, idea. And that, and you know, just having that sort of backing, like you don't need to go and get a formal contract, but just make sure you've recorded it. Make sure that email has been received by a bunch of people, and uh, you should be good to go. Yeah. Anything else? No, we're good to go. All right. In that case, that is all the time that we have for today. You can support this podcast by becoming a Patreon, and every contribution really does help. We are on YouTube. You can like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, do all the YouTube things. Maybe leave a comment that's more than just dot, dot, dot. Uh, please go to roaringelephant.org for a link to our Patreon page and for more information about the podcast. You can also follow us on, I'm not going to say X, Twitter, using the at roaringelephant tag, and send your feedback, as always, to podcast at roaringelephant.org. Until next time, my name is Side Hustle Dave. And my name is, and that's just my opinion, John. And we look forward to talking to you next week. Goodbye. See you then.